what is going on today podcast how is everybody doing today i hope you guys are good i really do i was thinking about all of you and i was like you know what i hope my podcast listeners are having a good day i hope they're enjoying their video games and i hope they're enjoying whatever they're doing today so if you're tuning in if you're tuning in for the first time make sure you hit subscribe and welcome if you're tuning in and you've been here for a little while i highly highly appreciate it Today's show, today's show is a big one, guys. Today's show, I would say, ranks one among the top podcasts I've ever done, ever. (laughs) All right, it's not that serious, but it is a good show. Today we're talking about the new Pokemon games, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. They just got release date announcements. So we're talking about that. We're going to be talking about Sony's State of Play show that just happened on June 2nd. And, 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 uh, I talked about a game I've been playing recently called T3 Arena on my iPhone. And I reached out to them and lo and behold, my friends, guess what? We have an interview. We have an interview with someone from the team. So super, super excited for this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, let's get things started. All right, guys. Today we are kicking the podcast off with two, that's right, two new news items. Guys, I told you it was going to be a crazy, crazy time, crazy week, crazy, uh, I don't know, all sorts of good stuff. All sorts of good stuff is happening in the video game industry, and I hope you're paying attention because there's been a lot of new info. So we're going to start with IGN's um, recent gameplay demo for Sonic Frontiers. So if you don't know what Sonic Frontiers is, it's the next Sonic game. That's the next big, big Sonic game. It's kind of, I guess, it's, it, to me, it's like a reimagining of Sonic because they really want to bring the, the the mascot and the franchise or whatever you want to say, the, the character, back in the limelight, right? There's been some good games. There's some bad games. There's been some awful games. There's been some okay games in regards to Sonic. And uh, with the recent release of the movie, and by the way, uh, they're going to probably be do, be doing a third movie um with the basically the the high praise for the movie and all that stuff it seems like sega really really wants to focus on making uh sonic as iconic as he as he really is right there's a lot of love for sonic and ign the re- the, the good guys over at ign recently sat down and, and played the new version of sonic and sonic frontiers and uh I thought the gameplay looked very, very promising. Not great, but very, very promising. Now, there's a couple of things that I do want to get out of the way. It's still very, very early in development. Um, The game looks like... It actually looks like a fan-created love project for Sonic. And there's something about it that just... it, it, It really, it really, really looked good. And I'm very eager to see where it's headed. I'm very eager to see where it's going. Um, there was no like, there was no enemies, and the music itself was 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 a little bit, I guess, weird. Um, it was more of a soothing 
aspect. I didn't mind the fact that the music was a little bit like this. It was like more of a soothing music. And they were just running around and exploring uh, this beautiful island. Sonic felt really, really fast, which he should be. Uh, there was some basic puzzles. Obviously, they're not going to show us everything on the game because it's still early in development. And uh, But I thought it looked very, very promising. The only thing that I was wondering is, is if Sonic will have his personality. I'm hoping that they inject some of the personality, and that's why maybe maybe that's why I say the music was a little bit weird, because when you inject Sonic's personality, um, usually you have more of an upbeat music, you have more fun music. Sonic's zipping around, he's saying his one-liners, he's saying none of that was there. It was a true here is where Sonic is headed, and I'm optimistic. I don't even want to say cautiously optimistic, because I think that whatever was shown and whatever was played. And the trailer that was shown, I think it looks really, really good. And the gameplay looks like it's going to be spot on. So we'll see. We're going to keep our eyes out on Sonic Frontiers. Uh, my fingers are crossed that we're going to be hearing more and more. So as soon as we hear more and, um, you know, as soon as there's more on the game, obviously we'll, we'll share it on the podcast as well. But feel free to call in if you saw the new Sonic Frontiers video or if you are on IGN and you watch some of the gameplay. Let me know what you thought. It seems like a lot of people have walked away impressed. Um, so I tried to look at it with a more of a critical eye, if that makes sense. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Nintendo showcased an all new video, an all new trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. As expected, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet look adorable. I was thinking, how many games, how many Pokemon games are they going to put on the Switch, right? There is so many Pokemon games, um, and I think it's, it's, it's a breath of fresh air. I think that the Pokemon franchise is absolutely humongous, and uh, I, think it's, I think it's pretty cool that we're getting so much Pokemon on the Nintendo Switch. And I think it really does, uh, it does help the system, obviously, in terms of sales. And I think it's going to just help the system be the number one selling system of all time in the Nintendo Switch. So Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Violet is coming out on Friday, November 18th. And like I said, a new, uh, a new trailer was shown. It's, it is to what what we expect the Pokemon to be. The, the, the three starters, though, look look amazing. I don't know which starter I will pick uh, when I pick up the game. I am probably going to pick up end up picking up both games just because I have two sons. One of my boys will play probably Scarlet. One will play Violet. And uh, I'll probably... I don't know which one I'm going to play first since I'll have both games. But let me know. Let me know what you guys are picking up. Um... The legendaries at the end of the trailer looked pretty cool too. It seemed like there was like a future and like a past type of deal. Um, so I, I I'm eager to hear more on the game. Same thing with obviously same thing with Sonic Frontier. So those are two big big news items to get out of the way. Uh, up next, we're going to be talking about my impressions of Sony's big state of play. So stay tuned for that. All right, friends, let's talk about that Sony state of play. Now, what's funny is that I actually tried recording this three times 
So maybe fourth, <laughs> maybe fourth time is a charm. Uh, the Stony State of Play actually happened on June 2nd. And if you missed it, there was a lot of good stuff shown. Um, I thought it was a very smart, um, a smart show by Sony. Now, what I mean by that was they have classic franchises shown. And I think they're more, more like classic franchises that are known to be on a Sony system. So when you think of Final Fantasy, when you think of Resident Evil, you know, even when you think of Street Fighter, uh, you know, I mean, Street Fighter, I think of the arcade, right? Back back, back in the day when, when arcades were awesome, I wish they would actually make a comeback, to be honest. But uh, like stuff like Resident Evil and, uh, you know, the other one, you really, you really think about Sony's classics, right? PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. And uh, this, this, this state of play really played to those. So uh, a lot of stuff was announced for next year, coming out 2023. And uh, in case you missed it, I'm sure there's a, uh, there's a YouTube video on it now. Just look up Sony State of Play June 2nd. And you'll find about a half an hour of full Sony games goodness. Now, there was a bunch of titles that were shown. Um, but the, the main three were, res a, there was going to be a Resident Evil 4 remake arguably one of the best resident evils out there so there's going to be a resident evil 4 remake street fighter 6 was announced and it looks so good I, <laughs> I can't wait and they're going to be doing something different or i don't know if they're just hyping it up i don't know if capcom's just hyping it up the game but i think they're going to be trying something different with the uh with the uh online fighting so i'm very eager to hear more about that and see what you know that that in action and then the other one that was announced was Final Fantasy, I want to say it was 16. Not announced, that was already announced, it was shown. So, super, super safe, but pretty decent uh, showing for Sony in the state of play. Now, I actually wanted three things out of this state of play, and I got, I think I got one of them, alright? I, I wanted release dates. That's what I wanted. I wanted God of War release date. I wanted a release date for a game called Stray, which stars a little cat. And the game is atmospheric, meaning um, you, you got you to gotta see the game. It's an indie game, and we did get a release date for that. That comes out July 18th. If you are a PlayStation um, Premium member, I think, um, not just the Plus essential i forget the names of the tiers but if you have a higher tier for playstation plus you actually get the game for free so or you could download the game for free i should say so that that comes out next month super 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 excited for that one um if you if you don't know what it is you're like this little cat and you're walking around this futuristic city there's robots and all that stuff there seems to be a lot of um dangers around and it just it's super super intriguing um, there was actually a lot of indie titles that looked uh, super intriguing. There was, there was one called Roller Dome. <laughs> it's it was, it was a person on roller skates and they were skating around and they were shooting. But the graphic style of it looked uh, looked like kind of anything I've nothing I've ever seen before. And it really stood out. I don't know how the game is, but the style itself really really looked cool. Now, if you if if you have a minute, look up Roller Dome. I think it was called Roller Dome, um, and check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, but there's there is a lot of good uh, indie titles headed 
to PlayStation 5 as well, which is nice. Um, Tunic, which was previously on the Xbox uh, Game Pass. Not not previously, but it is on the, it is on Xbox Game Pass. I was going to say previously exclusive to Xbox. Tunic is going to be releasing as well for PlayStation 5. So overall, it was a decent show. A lot of people said... You know they hit they hit a, a grand slam home run. Um, if I were to give the show a grade, I would say it was about a seven or eight out of ten. And the only reason why is because um, the reason why I was being a little more critical. The games that 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 were shown, as expected, looked incredible. There was like four or five zombie games, and I don't know. I don't do the whole zombie game thing, right? Like. Resident Evil was shown, and then there was like three other titles that were very, I don't know, I thought one was going to be Dead Space, uh, EA's Dead Space, but that it wasn't EA, um, it, it, it wasn't EA at all, and I forget what the, the name of the game was, but I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't really do zombie games, so when, they, when they did show Street Fighter 6, however, I, I, I was like, okay, this, this, this looks pretty good, and then, uh, Final Fantasy 16, I think it's 16, I'm praying it's 16 because if it's not, I'm re- I'm I'm uploading this podcast today anyway. So, um, Final Fantasy did look like epic, right? It looked really, really grand. It looked like the the game was going to be huge uh, in scope. It 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 did impress. I will have to say. So, there were some other games that I was hoping to see. Um, especially from Square Enix. I was hoping to see Forspoken. I thought that looked really, really good um, for PlayStation 5, and that is supposed to arrive sometime this year. So I thought we were going to get that. I thought we were going to get God of War release date, and we did get, like I said, Stray release date. So overall, like I said, probably a 7.5 to me out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10. But overall, it did seem... Very, very positive. A lot of people seem to like it. Uh, and, and judging by Twitter and judging by YouTube reactions, people seem to be very, very happy with what Sony showed. So it looks like it's going to be Xbox's turn. Um, on June 12th, there's going to be an Xbox Games Showcase. Bethesda will be there as well. So I'm super, super eager and super happy to see what Microsoft and Bethesda has been cooking. So make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast. That way you could know what in the world went on with that show. So again, June 12th, that is next Sunday. Um, If you're listening to this podcast when it's released, it's about a week away. If not, if you're just tuning in, checking it out, um, you know, it's, it's happening. It's happening soon, so... Up next on the podcast, we have a very interesting interview, so stay tuned. All right, friends, we have a treat for you. Today, we have an interview, a very special interview. I've been playing a game called T3 Arena, and we have a member from the team on the podcast. Welcome, welcome. Hello, this is Lacey Cass from the official team of T3 Arena. Great. 
Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, I was, my, my first thing is here, please tell everyone who you are and a little bit about T3 arena. All right. Um, I'm lazy Cass. I'm the community manager at T3 arena and uh, T3 arena is a very fast paced, um, hero shooter. It's on mobile right now. A lot of people asking if it's going to be on PC, um, in the short term, we don't have plan for that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's designed to be mobile first. A lot of uh, the controls, the mechanics, um, including the auto-fire uh, mechanics that works really well with the abilities of the game. Um, so yeah, you can enjoy, enjoy it on Android and iOS right now. Okay, good. So it's, it's on both uh, Android and iOS. It does really seem like it was made for mobile, which is nice. So uh, how long did this, this game take to develop? I mean, we've been having a lot of fun with it. So mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I don't well, even know what the game was until I think like last Friday or whenever it came out. Uh huh. One of uh-huh, my uh-huh. one of my sons was like, "Dad, we got to download T Three Arena." I'm like, "Oh, what's that?" And little, you know, here we are now, right? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, it just came out a couple of weeks ago on the 26th of May. I remember. Okay. Um, but if it's been in development for more than two years, and yes. we've been testing it in Shanghai. Uh, first, because we are a Shanghai-based uh, studio, okay, and uh, we've been testing it a long time ago. Um, there, well, we also share a little bit of um, the design backlog on our YouTube channel as well, where we show uh-huh. some old map designs where we kind of iterate through um, the the past couple of years. So, uh, it also okay. has been in early access globally uh, from March onwards. Um, for a couple of months before uh, we debuted on iOS, so um, nice. it's it's um, yeah, I mean it's 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 a game that's still very early in development, so there's still a lot that we want to tweak and uh, you know enhance and add and optimize. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm also very excited to look at how it's future. That's awesome. Now, how how has the launch gone? I mean, I would imagine. Have you been like featured at all? Because like this is the type of game that really could be featured on mm-hmm. on stage, really on on Apple's big stage if they have it. Uh, you know, I don't know. It it really is that good. Um, we haven't been. Yeah, you know, there's stuffed up DC happening very soon. Uh, but we aren't uh, getting featured on exactly on stage. But we are going to be featured on the App Store, I think. Uh, very soon but i'm not sure about the date but we're going to be featured on app store pretty soon um so yeah i mean the game it's we we actually support the m1 chip um from from apple so um if if we debut on the mac platform that could be something that could help us uh get featured on the stage but it's something that that's unknown, right? Right. right <laughs> and it's right. Apple. They have a very high standard when it comes to featuring people. Well, so, <laughs> well, I, this game. So, like, I, I get I get a lot of taste. I guess is the best way I could describe it. I get a lot of like other games that have influenced. Like, when I mm-hmm. whenever I whenever I describe the game, I'm like, guys, it's like a little bit of Overwatch, a little bit of Brawl Stars, and a little bit of Splatoon all mixed together mm. and it's just it's mm, like, mm, mm. what other games influence t3 
Um, so we are inspired by quite a number of games. The first one would be Brawl Stars, indeed. You can see that the hero progression system is very similar. I think yes. um, Brawl Stars, yeah, Brawl Stars did nail uh, the hero progression system in a sense because, especially for the mobile space, uh, yes. because the monetization of uh, mobile mobile games and mobile platforms are very different from, you know. A PC game, even for example, Apex is a free is freely available on PC, but the but the hero progression system is completely different on PC in in, right. a, lot, in a lot of PC games that you can see. But Brawl Stars did nail uh, nail it very well, so we were very much inspired in terms of the hero progression system and you know how you unlock heroes. Um, but we are actually a lot more generous than Pro Stars. Yeah, a lot, yeah, that... a lot of great heroes <laughs> free in Hall of Fame. Yeah, so we did a little bit of uh, a little, little bit different uh, than Brawl Stars as well because um, we are more geared towards the esports um, scene in the future. Um, so you know, when it comes to esports, it's very important that we level up uh, every person uh, pretty quickly so that they can. You know, um, be on the same uh, on the same page when it comes to you know having a match uh -huh. or making a competition. So you know what's funny is literally, literally, my next question is: Are there going to be any esports events? <laughs> that, was like perfect, that was like a perfect segue. Like we didn't go over these questions before. Then I was going to say: Will there be a part of any esports? Are there any esports planned for the game? Because it it really like I could I could see myself watching the game as much as I play the game. If that makes sense. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the game, um, the art style of the game is very unique. I'd say I love um, it. it's, it, it really is very unique. It's not um, the kind of character designs or the kind of map designs that you can see everywhere that yep. looks very generic. So, for example, when you go to App Store and Google Store, there is a bunch of other you know, different kinds of shooters or yeah. um, RPG games or things like that that look very similar. Um, yep. Either they want to be cyberpunk or they want to be like anime style or they want to be, you know, but the style of T3 Arena is very different. So it's, it, it creates, um, I, I do agree that it creates um, a different experience to, to just watch it, mm -hmm. you know, just, just watch what's happening um, on screen with, you know, all the different characters. Well, the, char um, the characters for lack of a better word, have a lot of character to them, really. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they, they're all voice line. Well, except for one, I think. I think my son noticed that the, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of her name, and she's the, like one of her favorites, the healer. Um, mm -hmm. Iris. Iris. Yeah, yeah, Iris, my gosh. But um, they, they all have like, and they're not like, they're good voice acting. I don't know how, <laughs> like the voice acting is, is really, really good in the game. So it's just, yeah, yeah. it, it does partnered. stand out. Yeah, we partnered with a studio in Los Angeles called PCB Production, oh. and they actually did a lot of amazing voiceover work with Call of Duty, uh, with oh. Yakuza, the Yakuza series from from Sega from Japan, yep. um, and etc. So they are just amazing. So Keith Aram so is cool. uh, is the director, is the voice director, and he's amazing. So yeah. we're very lucky to have a great studio working on it. The, the the characters, yeah, the voiceover just bring the characters to life. And there's actually the lore, which we even haven't talked about a lot yet. But oh, there's, there's a gonna lore. be lore. 
and there yeah there's a lore that we have in the um you know word settings um there's uh stories um for all of the characters um nice. but we haven't touched that yet mm-hmm. <laughs> in nice. the future definitely yeah 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 do you have a favorite character yeah my favorite character is gloria that's um, mine i think <laughs> well, i have i have listen Gloria, I like because I like the fact, like, I, like, surround myself with the sticky bombs, and uh, she does mm-hmm. a lot of damage, and I also like Hunter a lot. I think Hunter is just, like, an overall good teammate, like a team play type. Of, I don't know. I There's very few characters so far that I don't like, so mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun. But, yeah, Gloria, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Gloria, that's funny that you say that. <laughs> she is my favorite character as well. Yeah, yeah. She's very versatile. I mean. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so what do you see in the future for? I mean, I I can only imagine what you guys have in your minds right now because it just launched. But I, mm-hmm. I the the and I mean, there's endless possibilities, and my my mind is already spinning with, you know, there, with, with new arenas, with new characters. There's so much you could do with the game, even though mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it literally just arrived. So you know, what do we see in the future coming down the pipeline? Yeah, there's a lot of characters that we are planning to release uh, in in the next, you know, in the second half of this year. Beautiful. Make the pool uh, bigger and make it more diverse, the experience more diverse. The more heroes that you have, instantly the, you know, the diversity of the, of a match, um, mm-hmm. the, you know, the vibrancy of a match just instantly increase. So this is one of the most important area that we're going to work on um, in the coming months. Uh, the second one would be the map. So we're going to have new stages and maps uh, in the future. Um, so these are these are all things that are, you know, um, very important to, uh, to improving the overall experience and game modes as well. Uh, we are working on developing new game modes for the game. I mean, there are already enough Just say, there's like There's <laughs> like five game modes, right? Like there's team death. There was, there's more than five, um, including a weekend, you know, random pop-up events. Um, there oh. are actually eight game modes. Oh, <laughs> wow. there are a lot of game modes. A lot of game modes. <laughs> and you know what's funny is like I, I like each one of them. Like Payload, I like. It reminds me of Overwatch. I like mm-hmm. Team Deathmatch is my favorite. Um, my son Noah and uh, Eli like uh, Free for All, where you know it's everyone for themselves. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's actually really uh, pretty. It, it's pretty intense, which is pretty pretty funny you know because there's it's a it's just a for all those who are listening free for all is it's it's one versus was it six one versus five one yes. versus five six yep. and 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 you get up to um you gotta get up to 12 12 mm-hmm. kills so you know um yeah yeah i don't know I'm, I'm i'm in love with the modes i can't wait to see you know what other modes come out um what's the what's the best way to like check the game out like should they go to your website should they just download the game and check it out for themselves? Um, hmm, you know, hmm. What's what's some information you can give for the listeners if they want to check out T3 Arena? Hmm, so we don't have an official website at the moment. We were actually working on it um, before we got locked down. So the lockdown oh. in Shanghai kind of disrupts our plans a little bit. So, um, But yeah, right now you can check out uh, T3 Arena on TapTap, which is an Android-only platform, but there's a website where we put a lot of information of our game, including patch notes, um, update notes, etc., on TapTap. So you can also visit TapTap 
um, to learn more about TCG Arena and absolutely App Store where you can just download the game as well on iOS. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for uh, for coming on the podcast. I I really really appreciate it. Any any last minute tips or tricks you want to mm-hmm. give to the listeners? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my mine would be know where the health packets are in each level. <laughs> Definitely. Shooting, you know when you're shooting, you want to fade back and into one as you're getting shot at, and then restore your health. So that that would be my tip. Yeah. Any definitely. tips you want? And teamwork. Give? And teamwork. My tip would be teamwork. Um, in some of the maps, especially the payload escort and clash, teamwork is just so very important. You have to, you have to, you know, invite some friends over yeah. to play T three Arena, and you know, team up and you know, do good combos, and you're gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Team comp is gonna be pretty, uh, pretty awesome. And even even on certain uh, certain levels, I'm like, oh wait, I'm gonna switch to you know, a different character because I like them or, you know, them on this mm-hmm. certain level. So that's been a lot of fun with, uh, with team composition and, and stuff like that. So, um, well, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, that's going to do it for this segment, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. No problem. That's going to do it for this podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Like I said, always make sure you hit subscribe because chances are I'm probably going to be putting on another podcast within the next couple of days. Have a good day. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.